Hey there, this is Kayla, one of your hosts of this year's show that you're about to listen to. I just wanted to pop on real quick and let you know that we are in the middle of an incredible fundraiser right now. Starting May 15th, 2024 and going until the very last day of June, we are working with over 80 other tabletop role-playing creators to help raise money for the Trans Empowerment Project. Be sure to follow the Linktree link in the bottom of this episode description to find the Tiltify fundraiser page, which includes the listing for dozens and dozens of really cool and exciting TTRPG-related items that can be purchased, proceeds of which go to support the Trans Empowerment Project. But you can also see things like the gaming schedule for this time period and just get more information on who TEP is and why we started this fundraiser in the first place. So thank you so much for your support and enjoy this episode. Thank you once again for listening to our little show. This is Keisha. This is Kayla. And hello! We are a podcast where we talk about mainly just anything under the TTRPG umbrella. We just have discussions between ourselves. Sometimes we'll throw in a couple other people to change it up and have interviews with them. Sometimes we'll have live plays, which we have one coming up pretty soon. Pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just have, like, the random blurb of, we don't know what we're doing, improv, potpourri portion. <laughs> Say that three times fast. I don't even remember what I just said. So. Potpourri <laughs> potions. That's not what you said. Shit, never mind. <laughs> yeah, see? Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, we are back at it again. Uh, hopefully we can get back into the swing of things. Here we go, swinging. <laughs> swinging in. <laughs> Yeah, uh, for our icebreaker question today, it kind of sort of relates to what we're ultimately going to talk about, but it's also more of a just how things are going in general, how a lot of people are feeling, and we definitely get those vibes, and hopefully maybe this question could help some of the listeners here today. So the question today is, how do you personally try to fight off the big sad like being down you know it's been at least on our side where we live the snow has been very sparse (laughs) and not really here and this is definitely a place where we really we like the snow because it brings you know a really good summer and spring of like really happy plants that's great for me a lot of snow is great for Kayla so that she can go out and play it but yeah it's it's been kind of dry and not super great and this year this the beginning of this year seems like it's been a little bit wonky for a lot of people so we just thought hey what are some things that you do to kind of fight it off and just kind of uplift or help lighten things yeah and that's all true. The uh, the snow quality is directly affecting a lot of people's mental health right now. You know, even if yeah, you don't live somewhere where you get a lot of winter or you um, don't even like snow. 
you can still recognize the benefit of it you know especially like mm-hmm. your snowpack and stuff um my therapist and i jokingly talked recently about how she considers powder days to be prescriptive for me and that <laughs> she could write me a prescription to skip work to go snowboard more because it's one of the best motivators of my mental health so <laughs> there you have it folks <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my number one contributor to the dopamine and serotonin is to get out on my snowboard and uh, go take some turns. I mean, you kind of got it all. You have being outdoors, so you get fresh air, you have to get sunshine, and then just weather in general, which can be hit or miss, but usually pretty nice. And plus, you're getting exercise, you're getting endorphins from that and feeling pretty good from that. Um, And there's even a social aspect to it, so you get to talk to people, see friends, hang out with your community, that kind of stuff. I know that's not necessarily accessible for a lot of people or even something that most people be interested in, but that's definitely what is uh, something that helps me the most. When I can't do that, like this season where there's not much of that going on, um, I try and just do other things that bring me joy, even if they're small. Like if it's time to water my plants. I'll take time to look at all my plants and see how much stuff has grown and how well they're doing and give them all a shower and do that. I almost, I have to walk my dog every day, but I almost always try and be more intentional about it when I'm sad, you know, Um, and take her out on a walk. And again, getting that fresh air, getting a little bit of exercise. Plus she's just like really stupid. So it's often really funny to see her like rolling around in the snow and getting the zoomies and stuff, you know, (laughs) so Yeah, so just in general, it's easy to get joy from her. And even just kind of like taking a step back and like being more chill, you know, I've, I'm I'm not really one of those people that can get as bogged down as maybe some other people can by like feeling like you're doing nothing if you're just like sitting on the couch or whatever. So I try and like take that as a source of joy. Like I have time to myself to sit and watch a show that I want to watch. I'm not watching it like with my partner or just like somebody else. Um and just like sit there and do nothing and it can be kind of nice sometimes so yeah. you can get yourself back out of that funk so yeah yeah a couple of things for me mm-hmm. yeah yeah I think what you first said definitely hits a lot of points where for you for like going snowboarding you know you're outside you're in the sun you're doing something active you're socializing you know um Those are definitely a lot of really important things that I think can help people just in general, even if it's maybe you're not going snowboarding per se, but you can at least, if you're able to open a window, like open more of the windows or, you know, draw the curtains and let the sunlight in, you know, maybe even just sit outside for a few minutes, um, get some like fresh air, get some of that vitamin D and maybe even just like taking a walk could be enough, you know, that's a little bit of activity, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. even if it's like some things that I did back in my, when I was weirdly obsessed with like kickboxing days, uh, just like punching the air and just kind of like letting out some of that frustration or pent up energy or, you know, just kind of letting a lot of stuff out that kind of does wonders where you're just, punching the air (laughs) yeah i mean that's actually a real a real thing just releasing Mm -hmm. energy in kind of any form um can do a lot to your mindset because you may not even realize how much you have 
just like sitting inside of you that if you can just write it down or physically get it out in some way, how much of a release that can be. Yeah, definitely. Having that form of release, there's another option of just like that. I, it's hard for me to do because I'm not much of like a, I don't know, I super expressive person, but like yelling or screaming into a pillow, you know, that can help. It sounds really weird to some people. It sounded weird to me <laughs> reading about it, but me just like screaming my head off in the car one time, which I mean, I was pretty much alone in the parking lot, so it was mostly fine. It actually really helped. <laughs> <laughs> it was really weird for me to do cuz I don't yeah. do that ever. But wow, that was a that was a release for sure. So like that's an option. Um, but yeah, some of the things that I guess I personally do, I definitely like to do what some might call like the girlier things or the more feminine things, which you know what I really like is like painting by nails. You know, it's just something that is just kind of a nice little thing to focus on, like with a fun color that I just really like or just got recently or whatever. And feeling like a little pretty or done up. Um, I like taking like a really intentional shower. Something small like that is actually really nice and relaxing, you know, where you just feel really clean and just kind of let everything wash away kind of like physically and also mentally as much as you can. Um, when you were talking about like just kind of zoning out and not doing much, I definitely like watching certain movies I know I would really, I really, really like to watch. <laughs> like, just recently, the movies, they're generally like chick flicks of like Legally Blonde and oh, Mean Girls, yeah. yes. Easy A, and <laughs> Bring It On. Like, I love Bring It On. Yeah, like those movies are just like, I'm just like, this is kind of silly, but also I super relate in some ways, and also this is just fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, just finding those things that, give you joy like do not be ashamed about them if they make you happier that's great that's what's important do it when you need to do it however you need to do it that's what's like people really need to focus on that aspect of it yeah you that's know all, that's all really well said I, yeah. I also think too it's like finding a scope of things that make you happy you know like there could be an activity akin to snowboarding, what that is to me, for you, but it may be less accessible on a day-to-day -day basis. Right. Um, and then versus just, like, petting your dog or texting a friend and asking them how their day is or just, like, something, like, smaller, like, more minute than that can still help. Um, it's kind of just about, like, the accessibility of it for you, you know? And also kind of how it stacks. If you have those access to those like big ticket <clears throat> feel good activities that you can do a lot um then do them but if you can only do them once a week or once a month then you know in theory they can build up for you and be a source like a memory that you can look back on even and like oh yeah that was fun i enjoyed that yeah definitely yeah never knock the small things like mm -hmm. one weird thing that i really look forward to anymore is the random gifs that I try to find that have like no context <laughs> at all and I send them to my boss and he's just like what is this even for and I'm like I don't know I like it 
<laughs> you know, just like random stuff like that, or just like I try to always say like okay, basically in as many different variations as I can. Well, I'll be like aye aye, Captain, or hi, or <laughs> yeah, sure, bro. You know, like just weird stuff like that. You know, it's just like it's a small, tiny interaction, but that little interaction, I'm just like <laughs> yeah, that was great. That made me happy. You know <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just recognize something that makes you happy and just try it. You know. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, hopefully those are. I don't know. That's just kind of an insight more on us. But maybe there's some ideas in there for if anybody at any time that you're listening to this, whether it's at the beginning, middle, end, whatever time of the year, or just time in your life where you're just kind of, you know, it's a little bit lower than it generally is. Maybe these are some ideas to kind of uplift it. Yeah, that's great. Going from that is kind of a segue into our actual topic today, which the overarching topic, I already said that. I hate it when I repeat <laughs> myself. But it's fine. I put myself in this corner. I yeah, do this myself. It's fine. The theme for today. There you go. <laughs> is uh, burnout. Whether it's from D&D, which is what we primarily talk about on the show, but just honestly, in general, TTRPGs overall. Mm-hmm. We, I, I'm assuming a lot of people who listen to this probably really enjoy playing TTRPGs, but everybody definitely has their own limit. Some may not have met their limit, and it is way beyond, but there are others, you know, I'm definitely one of them, where there is a very set limit where I'm just like, you know, I've had, I've done like five games a week for the past five weeks and it's just a little it gets a little much yeah (laughs) it does and that's okay you know it's sometimes it happens and it my number one thing to say about this whole uh topic in general is just don't feel bad or guilty if that happens it's okay if it does it happens it probably will to each person at some point, at different rates, at different times, whatever, whether you expect it or kind of see it coming or not. But burnout, it's not a lot of fun. So what are ways to manage it? How do you recognize it? What do you do? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we're just going to talk about for today. Yeah. So maybe to start it off, like, how would you describe your feelings of burnout? since we've both obviously encountered them before, what's something that's like tipped you off where you're like, oh shoot, I'm getting burned out on this. For me, my first, like my signs are just when I'm like kind of thinking of the week ahead, you know, because I'm trying to be a little bit better about planning. And if I see that like, okay, I have, okay, I have a game on Monday. I have a game on Tuesday and Wednesday, and it's just that kind of more dread as opposed to excitement leading up into it, where it's just like, oh, crap, like, I didn't prep anything, I gotta, like, think up something, I guess, you know, where you just, you just, you're lacking the excitement about it, and it just kind of looks more like homework as opposed to, like, a fun hobby. That's my sign. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's spot on. That's kind of for me too. Um, the like not looking forward to it anymore. And for me, mm-hmm. it's always like, like I know I'm gonna have fun. 
I've been having fun doing these things. So there's like that expectation that I'm going to have fun, but it's just like the anxiety of like, oh man, I got to like go home and be ready to play a game from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. today. I don't really want to do that. If they canceled, I would be pretty happy, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, But for me, it's like 99% of the time, once I'm in it, I'm having fun, but it's like, at what cost, you know? Sure. But yeah, I definitely agree. It's like the kind of dread feeling or the anxiety feelings where you're like, I would rather not do this, but I'm kind of obligated to, or like, I know other people want to play or I should just do it because it'll be fun. And then, that yeah, can kind of it's compound too. It where can, you're just yeah. like, oh, I'm obligated. Like everyone else, I bet, is super excited, but mm. I'm not. So I'll be the party pooper if I don't. So, yep. exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, all that is like so, so true. It's, and it's all so consistent. You know, it's like, well, if I cancel, then somebody else might cancel. So, but I can't start the chain because then what if everybody cancels and it's my fault? And, um, then nobody gets to play and all this stuff. And also, you know, scheduling is so hard. So it's like, if you cancel one game and then nobody can pick it up again, then that game might just die. So, but that's yeah. probably for the best sometimes. Yeah, it's definitely, you got to be able to recognize too that it's like what you were saying before, like, yeah, we've been playing this game. I know I've been having fun. I know other people are having fun. It's a good game. It's just like this upcoming session, though, like I've got so much on my plate right now or it's just been a week and I'm just so tired and I kind of want to reserve that day to just Mm -hmm. veg. Like, I don't want to do anything. Like, I love my group. I love the game. Just not tomorrow, you know, kind of a feeling. Um, It's good to recognize that versus like, if you're kind of constantly dreading it or it's constantly an energy drain, then in that case, maybe the game itself or certain players, there could be a bigger factor in that case that needs to be addressed as opposed to it's just a little bit, it's just a burnout right now or you need a break and you'll pick it up again. So that's definitely something that's important to recognize and understand in general. Yeah. Oh, I agree for sure. And also just like communicating that with your group yeah. if you feel comfortable doing that. Just like, I I like playing games with you guys, but I just need a break. Or like asking how much longer this game's going to go on or um, if you need to be around for the next session or just like things like that, you know? Right. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I agree. The anxiety for sure, that can definitely mm-hmm. build up, especially if you're somewhat kind of like either of us where that anxiety can just like make that perfect circle where it just feeds itself and gets oh, yeah. bigger and bigger if you think too anxiety much about it super good at that um <laughs> thanks anxiety <laughs> yay and also just you know like we kept saying like oh like yeah i'm still having fun but it's like are you really having fun like i feel like when you kind of reach the point of burnout you're having a lot less fun than you were in the first place It's just kind of that memory of how it was fun beforehand. And maybe nothing has changed other than just like you don't have the emotional capacity to have fun anymore, you know? And then -hmm. you're not doing it yourself or your group a service by just sticking sticking it out. So it can be hard. It really can be. And it's and it's difficult too. Like I can definitely understand where there are those who are in a situation of 
they have hit that burnout point. Maybe they just did or they have for a while, but they don't want to be that that guy that ruins everything. So they just kind of force themselves to keep going and, you know, plastering the smile on your face like, yeah, I'm having a great time all the time, every time. When really it's just like, ah, but it's just not great after all. Like, I can definitely understand that. So it's, we're not going to say that you, if you are feeling that burnout, you have to take the break. You have to like step away Mm -hmm. by any means. Every situation is different, but to your point, it could, it's most likely going to be more beneficial if you do step away or find a way to get out of that burnout and, you know, take that break or whatever it is you need, because then you'll be back into it fresher, you know, you'll be feeling better, ideally, um, and you're not, like, forcing anything, and you'll just, like, have an actual good time instead of, like, well, I showed up, because I feel like I should, so here I am. Yeah, and, I mean, you can be in the burnout phase for a long time, even if you, like, recognize it. Um, but if you don't actually like kind of stop it, it's just gonna never end. And it could it could get bad enough in theory that you just get totally burned out on playing games in general, you mm-hmm. know. But it's definitely worth mentioning that games take a lot of your energy. Yeah. Um, you're doing a lot of like mental and emotional movement to play these games, you know, and you're using your imagination and doing math and speaking a lot. And uh, a lot of things involved in playing TTRPGs are like, take a lot out of you. And I think that that should be thought about whenever you're feeling like you're getting burnt out. Oh yeah. Like how much can you actually give of yourself before you don't have enough to give to this and still enjoy it? Yeah, definitely. And it could be like, Things that lead up to burnout could just be from, there's just too many things going on, like, outside of the game, like, it's nothing wrong with the game, but it's just life in general that's deciding to layer on a lot of crap that you True. didn't really ask for. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, the game could be the thing that's just like, ah, it's just another thing, mm-hmm. but it's sometimes the most easily to remove from the plate you like even just temporarily until things kind of settle sometimes it could be maybe the game's going well but then there's this one session that happens that takes a turn and it got maybe a little too real maybe a little too deep or emotional or just it's just a little much and that one session is like, okay, like you got to step away for a second and just let it yeah. breathe and settle and, or it could be an ongoing thing. There's a, there's numerous things that can lead up to burnout. It could even be something that's just like, everything was tro- totally fine. Life is fine. Everything's actually going well, but then you're just like, I just don't want to go to the next session. Like, I just like this one session, I just want to, I really want to sit out, like. You might mm-hmm. not even have a reason. Yeah, you could just yeah. suddenly like lose the desire to play, and then why are you playing? Right. Yeah. But we established that burnout can happen. There's many reasons for it, and no shame. So what is something that one can do to 
help tackle the burnout. Like, there's definitely, of course, ways to avoid it, but it does happen. What do you do when it happens, if it happens? Yeah, I mean, I've definitely experienced player burnout a few times, even in our home games, you know, before Mm -hmm. we were ever playing TTRPGs online with the dozens of, like, awesome people we've met on the internet that we get to play games with now, before even any of that was a reality for us. We were playing home games sometimes three times a week, you know? (laughs) And also (laughs) something to consider with that at the time, um, for a lot of our, like, original games, the group sizes were so large. Oh my so it's gosh, like, even if we we're only playing yeah. once a week, we were having fun, but just like the sheer amount of people that you have to spend time around for a couple hours at a time can be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's happened to me a few times, usually from having too much scheduled in a short period of time. Like even if I felt prepared and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this one shot on this day, but then I have my other two like regularly scheduled games, whether they're weekly or bi-monthly, whatever it is, you know. So those are going to overlap. And then I'm going to do this other thing that I don't normally do, but that I wanted to try. And it just so happens to be in this month. You know, and it just kind of suddenly was all stacking up together. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like the first part, it's like, oh, this is super fun. Like, oh, I got to play TTRPGs three times this week. Yay, I loved it. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, fuck, I got to go play that game tonight. And I can't cancel. And then, oh, shit, I got my home game, which I love, but I can't cancel, you know, because it's not my house or like whatever it is. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So in some of those moments, it is actually hard to manage that because you might have to do all those things. And I say have to. I mean, you don't have to do anything, but, you know, like, Mm -hmm. if I can just get through this and we can get past it kind of a thing. But then I was just like, okay, I'm not going to play any games. Like, that's it. And it's so hard because it's like, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. (laughs) You know? Yeah. yeah. Then you get invited to all these games. Our friend that lives in town was like, hey, we're going to do these, like, one-offs, which might go on for four or five weeks, you know? So then we can play that. But sometimes you just have to be like, oh my god, I really want to play. Oh, I think Tesla's about to bark. Tesla, you can't be on the podcast. (laughs) So yeah, sometimes you're playing, like, all of these games and it's enjoyable but then you know you can't actually enjoy playing them but what my original point that I was trying to get to is that you know sometimes you just kind of have to get through it but then I think it's important to actually like think about it like very hard and think okay if I take on another game what is it going to look like on a weekly basis or how much of my time is it actually going to take up and am I willing to give that time up right now Mm-hmm. And if the answer is not a resounding yes, then it's a no, basically, yeah. <laughs> is yeah. how that works. But yeah, when I've reached those points in the past, I've just tried to be like really honest with people I play games with and also just with myself. Like, I really want to play that. That sounds super fun. And Goblin Brain is saying, play more games. But <laughs> I just God. remembered how I felt playing all those games. And I don't want to feel that way right now. So I'm going to relax and take a chill pill and maybe play in the next one. You know? Yeah. It's just like, you kind of get that FOMO almost, like you're missing out on playing these games with your friends. So you feel like you have to do that, right? Mm -hmm. But then when you don't do it, you're not really like missing out on that much. So it's okay. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I mean, there's always going to be games out there that you're not going to be able to play or that you're missing out on and whatnot. Like as Mm -hmm. much as that sucks to hear, it is true. So. (laughs) Yes. 
But yeah, it's definitely a thing though. FOMO for sure. Because there's all kinds of stuff like, gosh, what was it? Like November and December for me was absurd. Yes. Yeah, Everybody was, was so doing everything. And I was just like, <laughs> I want to do it all, but I really shouldn't. And I really, really can't. Mm-hmm. But, you, you know. Try. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Tried. I did. That was the time where I was doing, I like literally looked at my schedule and I was like, yeah, there's like one day each week where I don't have a game scheduled. Like, this sounds kind of awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. It's it's tiring. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I had the same experience, actually, like October and December. Like, I looked at my calendar and I was like, Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ, I have something planned literally almost every day of this month. What the hell am I doing to myself? And it was like dumb shit. Like, I would would schedule like 20 games of the month, but then either the same day or like days surrounding those games, I would also have social plans and like go do mm-hmm. other stuff that I didn't need to be doing. And just like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. Like, why, why do I do this to myself? Brain, why? Brain, yeah, just, brain, why? <laughs> and sometimes you don't even like notice that until after you've said yes too many times. And then you actually like look at it and you're like, oh God, what have I done? What is this monster of a schedule? <laughs> you know? It's yeah, it can it can build up really fast and it is so hard to say no, especially if it's like you say yes to a game that you're going to be doing now on Tuesdays. That sounds super fun, like you're going to jump in. It's only presumably for like a month or two, presumably. Next and then <laughs> like the next week someone reaches out and they're like, "Hey, on Tuesdays, we're going to play this." And you're like, I really want to play that, but now I can't because I already Mm -hmm. said yes to this one, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it can be a lot for sure. And I mean, nobody's psychic. Well, okay. Maybe there are people out there that are, but I'm not psychic. I can't see the future. (laughs) I can't predict it. I can barely plan it out. So like, it's just, you just got to learn how to like, it is what it is, you know, and try really hard to rein in the FOMO. Switch it to Jomo, joy of missing out. (laughs) (laughs) The cousin of FOMO no one talks about. (laughs) Fucking Jomo. I know, Jomo. (laughs) It's kind of a weird balance. Like, it, you kind of have to know yourself. You're probably really the only one who's going to understand your limits, what you can handle, and what could be, like, your breaking point, you know, and you... If you're like me, though, you might be good at lying to yourself. Like, no, we can take yeah. it. I know that oh I have a voice that's like, just shove that in the closet. You know, yeah, it's fine. Same. And then two weeks later, you open the door and you're like, I'm so sorry. Why you're did like, I shove I've, you away? I've been in the closet. Let me out. I don't belong in here. Well, I thought we already learned about I closets. We did this already. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, need to, I just need to stay out of that damn closet. Burn it down. But <laughs> no, I totally, I totally know what you're saying. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think one of the best things that I can say, at least that works for me, and again, it's probably going to sound terrible, and it's really hard to do. But you need to know when you're feeling burnt out that you just need to say, "Hey, I'm sorry, but I just." need to take some time away from the game. Like I don't want to I don't want to play at least for this upcoming session. It could be a couple more. I will let you guys know, but I just need some time to myself, you know, or like I would like this time to do something else. 
or something came up, you know, and hopefully this is something that you can either discuss with your group ahead of time or, you know, you kind of already know that they are the kinds who don't really need, like, much of a explanation or written out, like, what's the whole reasoning of why you're not going to be at our game? <laughs> like, we prepped everything, blah, 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 you yeah, know, it's yeah, like, yeah. it should be more than enough to say, hey, I'm going to take a break. Like, sorry, hope it's okay, you know, but just need a break. And... Again, hopefully it's a group that's like, okay, we totally get it. Take the break you need, and we will catch you next time, you know? Yeah. And it's it's okay to do that, and every now and then it, it may be necessary, as hard as it can be. <laughs> yeah, I think just being honest is a great tool for that. Oh, yeah. You know? Or even, you don't have to be fully honest, you can just say, like, hey, I am kind of feeling like this isn't as fun as it used to be, and I just need to take a step back you know and like you don't have to offer any explanation i think something along those same lines is if you feel like you have an overwhelming amount of ttrpg related things on your calendar or like in your future or things that interest you even if you're having fun and you're still enjoying them you know maybe you're not to that point of the burnout stage where they're like less fun take a step back and ask yourself which ones are bringing you the most joy if any of them it can't be all of them because you're mm. gonna you're gonna die. <laughs> um, <laughs> just don't and just do it. Try and take a critical look at which ones one are the most maintainable for you, like what that you can do most consistently and still enjoy, and two ones that you enjoy the most. You know, I mean, I kind of remember like when you had that more recent bout of burnout and you told all of us like, "Hey, I need." Like, I'm doing two homebrew campaigns. I'm in all these other one-shots. You know, we have the podcast. We have all this stuff. Um, I'm dealing with a lot of shit in my personal life. Blah, blah, blah. Like, when all of that happened, you know, you were like, okay, I'm just taking a step back. Like, I still want to play home game D&Ds. You know, D&D. And I want to do both of them. But maybe, like, once a month instead of every other week. You know? And just kind of, like, reprioritize what you want to do and when you want to do it. And I also just think having a calendar, you know, using some kind of planner, some kind of calendar, so you can physically see what you're signing yourself up for and when, mm -hmm. and then take those things and say, which of these do I actually want to do? <laughs> do I want to do any of them? Do I want to do all of them? How do I manage that? Um, and just kind of like be critical about those things um, and not let little, little FOMO take over. Let in the Jomo! <laughs> <laughs> exactly, let in the Jomo. But there's definitely serious credence to, like, having a physical layout of something. Mm -hmm. Because that is, it sounds so obvious. But honestly, a lot of people don't actually use, like, calendars or planners really consistently. But it's kind of like, it's just that some people are physical, is it what, visual, visual learners. You know, like, where, where you see something in front of you, like, straight up, then it really hits home. Like, oh, this is a lot now that I see it. Instead of just like, it's in my brain, it's enough, sure, I'll work it out. But it does honestly help to, like, list it out, write it out, plan it out. It It can really, really help. So... 
It's yeah. just a, it's a really good suggestion for sure. I had a, I had to learn that too. I never used calendars. I just kept it all in my brain. But then mm-hmm. just getting into online TTRPGs, I was like, this is fucking impossible, dude. <laughs> especially like when you have all these different group chats and you're talking in all these different areas you know and Mm -hmm. all this information is being conveyed so like i started using calendars even just for like the podcast like okay if we're releasing every other friday then i released two fridays ago so then now i know i need to start editing like this week to come out on the friday coming up you know and just like being able to see it it's like okay well so if that's happening then i can't play a game because i'm doing this yeah, and just kind of all that stuff. And I just wanted to add to that, too, that if you need to, if it's going to help you and you're going to, like, you know, actually be able to see it a little bit better, schedule your own time. Schedule time for yourself. Exactly. Schedule your relaxing time. Put that on your fucking calendar. Just that way if someone's today. like, hey, do you want to play a game on Wednesday night and your calendar's empty? But that's because you were going to do nothing. Exactly. So put that you're doing nothing and then say, no, I'm busy. That's literally what, (laughs) that's what I like to do for, um, at least like, so my work week calendar, oh my God, I live and die by that calendar. So I'm like, why can't I do that for my life? You know, life calendar and work calendar. But for my work one specifically, I usually schedule my workouts. Um, while I work from home, it's really easy for me to do my workouts during my lunchtime because I have an hour lunch if I choose, which I'm really grateful for. So on Wednesdays, though, I'm like, what's W-E Wednesday? If you flip the W upside down, it's a me's day. So that's my day. That is my day where I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is stupid Keisha logic. But that works. It, you know what? It works. <laughs> it's not Wednesday. It's me's day, okay? <laughs> that's the day where I take, like, a nice shower, and I just, like, do what I want. I'll watch a TV show or something. Like, that is for me so like with just an example like yeah it's it's good to literally schedule time for what you want to do if it's just whatever me time involves like that is so important because if you're so booked up with like social things you got to do family things work things D&D games, whatever, like, and you literally have no time for just you yourself, like, you're you're really gonna miss it, and it's gonna be, it, it might put a strain on everything else. So it's, it's a very strong suggestion that we give out there. Give yourself <laughs> a day. <laughs> Amazing. You're here first, folks. Yeah, even if it's just like, not necessarily a whole day, even if it's just for half the day, or for the evening, or mm. for the morning, or, you know, whatever it is you need, or you. That's definitely, that's a really good suggestion, for sure. Yeah, and I think even just like we were saying a minute ago, being able to physically see it, you know, as mm-hmm. a reminder, whatever it is you need to do, um, yeah. Yeah. Give up a game for yourself, it's worth it. It is. It honestly is. Like, I've definitely had that for a while where there was, like, some kind of game or something that someone reached out and was like, hey, do you want to join? Like, this is going to be kind of a longer campaign. It's going to be on whatever day it is, you know, every single week. And I was like, I technically can. I... I can put that for this day, but that means I lose that day, which I've been used to not 
having anything and that was kind of like the yeah. time for me and my partner and like mm-hmm. now am I willing to risk that and I ultimately said no and for a while I regretted it because I would see like some of the like chats coming in because some mm. of the people that I'm in another game with were part of that one and they'll talk about it and like it's so fun it's so different and like wow remember when this happened and I'm just yeah. like nope wasn't there <laughs> but, but instead of me just feeling bad that I'm not part of it I was just like I'm glad you guys are having fun it brings me joy that you guys are enjoying that so that's awesome you know we have our own game we'll have our own little side jokes and whatnots and I'll focus on those and it's okay for that to happen without me there you know it's it took a little bit of self-talk but you know I got there and ultimately I'm glad I didn't join it because I do like having my time and yeah so yeah, yeah, you don't want to interrupt is. your schedule too much either. Right. Yeah. And, you know, for me, because I work kind of early, some of these games can, like, really cut into my, like, going to bed on time mm, schedule. Mm-hmm. So I have to really think about that, too. But, yeah, I've had similar situations where I've had people reach out and be like, hey, do you want to play this game? Like, this is how long it's going to run or on these days or whatever. And I'm like, God, I really, really want to do that. And then I sit yeah. down and look at my calendar and I'm like, Okay, but like these are my priority games. So even if they get canceled, I still want to be free to yeah. have the option to play them or whatever the case is. Um, and then these are when I'm doing other things. So then I'm like, I really want to play that game, but I don't think it's the best call for me. Right. Yeah. It's it is good to recognize that and it can be again, hard. It can be it hard to say no to something like that, you know, when you're excited yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, especially if it's like such a cool premise it's like a whole new system and like there's like other people in there you're like oh I've always wanted to play with these people and I've never been able to and this is my Mm -hmm. chance like it's your call like sometimes you know it is worth it where you're like you know what who needs sleep throw it out the window I'm playing (laughs) games sometimes it's gonna be worth it it. I agree totally (laughs) 100% yeah but just also we live adult lives there are mm. sacrifices. You will feel them in your bones. <laughs> I promise you. Absolutely. <laughs> but as long as you're okay with it, then, you know, do what you do. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Another kind of side thing, um, suggestion that I was kind of thinking of for, like, burnout for either player or DM, a couple of other suggestions besides, like, just straight up taking a break you could try doing, like, a mini-game of something else entirely, too. Like, if you are running a D&D game, and you just kind of hit a wall, you know, where you're just like, you want to continue it, but you just need a break from it, maybe you can bring the suggestion of, hey, you guys, have you heard of Babies and Broadswords? Have you heard of... Girl by Moonlight, you know, like just some other totally random or maybe similar type of TTRPG and be like, so you guys, do you want to play this for like two sessions? You know, maybe we'll somehow loop it into the D&D game we have right now. Maybe Babies and Broadswords is like all of your characters as babies, or it could be completely, (laughs) you know, maybe that could be enough to like, it's something different, it's something new, it's getting those creative juices going again because it's a it's a whole different system, it's a different everything. 
and that will get you re-excited or get back into the other game, you know? So that's a suggestion, too, for, like, DM-wise of, hey, are you cool with, like, we just play a different game? Like, we'll still get together, but we're just going to put this one on hold and do this fun little gag for a little bit. You know, it it just, it changes it up. It adds variety. It's breaking up the monotony of just the same D&D formula. And maybe for players, you could ask, like, hey, so I really love my character, but maybe could I be, like, an NPC for a session? Or can I be one of the bad guys in a battle and, like, my character is knocked out or away or something, you know? That's a that's this just a suggestion of like maybe if you're feeling that burnout, but taking a break isn't necessarily what you want to do. It's just do something else for a little bit and see if your group's cool with that too. Yeah, that's actually a good like mini segue because I just kind of wanted to talk more specifically about DM burnout because we were kind of talking just more like players. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got a little bit more knowledge as a DM, and I feel like it has its like own brand of burnout sometimes because you have like all these extra layers on top of just being a player. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you have any like specific examples or just like maybe something general to talk about being burned out as a DM that's happened to you before? Oh yeah. Like it's, I think one of the times that burnout would happen for me is if, and this is, Never anything against the players, but it could just be where you had this whole idea written out, planned out, you know, you have like a lot of excitement for it, but then the players kind of completely ignore it. (laughs) (laughs) What? Never. I don't know. I know. Am I the only one, I guess? (laughs) Or if they just like go through it so fast, it's done like halfway through the session you introduce it in, and then you're just like, well, that was like two months of my life yeah. gone in an hour. Cool, <laughs> you know. Um, and then you just you spend so much time and energy on that like one subplot or that like session that you're just like, I have nothing to give. This was supposed to last five sessions, <laughs> and it lasted an hour. Yeah great (laughs) you know like you just don't have the energy to like come up with something or things just took a turn that you just truly did not expect and you just cannot for the life of you think of where to go next um I've definitely run into those situations quite a few times where as much as I love to do improv stuff and that can turn out surprisingly too well (laughs) It can be really, really challenging, and you have, like, there. I've had nothing else. So in those instances, so we've talked about where you just take a break, you let everyone know. We've just brought up, you can try a whole new system for a little bit, you know, just put that one on hold and throw in a totally different game. People can make whole new characters. Maybe you could do, like, a, oh, hey, there's like fun NPCs you guys ran into. Maybe you be the NPCs and they have their own mini adventure and mm. let's run that. That's something mm. silly, you know, or maybe it's like, Oh, remember that one bear we ran into honey heist. Let's do a little <laughs> honey heist with that bear <laughs> or something. Um, that's definitely a suggestion that you can uh, do another thing that I really like to do that I've seen before and I have done before is where you're just like, 
Hey, so you guys have joined a tournament. You're fighting yourselves. Yeah. Go. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> like, having player versus player, and just let the pro- uh, players ride it out and see what happens, and just, like, have shenanigans going on there, but you do as little work as possible where you just have the stage and an NPC that goes, yes, let them fight, whatever, or something with, I guess, that voice. (laughs) (laughs) And you're fighting for Dracula. (laughs) Dracula's tournament. (laughs) Um, And they just fight each other for the whole session. That has worked phenomenally in the past for us. Um, you can even just be like, hey, I don't want to DM. Players, do one of you DM for a couple sessions? And, like, that could definitely be a lot of fun where somebody else runs the game. Mm -hmm. Or, like, a total, like, side quest kind of a thing for that could be focused on, like, their own character. Or just a totally random, you get yoinked into a new dimension. And just fight for Dracula, I guess, or, you know, do something (laughs) like that. (laughs) And just put that on a player. Um, Yeah. You can even, like, plan it out where, because in one of my games, I kind of have, like, a backup DM where he's just like, hey, if you're ever burnt out or whatever, just let me know, and I will just throw something out there. Like, it'll be a module that he's run before, and he knows it so well, and can just be modified in whatever situation wherever the group is at and just cool run that for a little bit so that doesn't hurt to help (laughs) that doesn't doesn't hurt hurt to to have that kind of help (laughs) (laughs) also players yeah it doesn't hurt to help okay yeah players (laughs) gosh uh that's really funny that's all of the notes i also made about this oh really (laughs) i said getting help from players Doing less in your games. Taking a break. And letting someone DM for a while. Haha. <laughs> Look at that. Minds. Alike, they think. Ah, oh, yes. Sometimes. Yoda minds. Oh, yes. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, all of that was really good advice. I think just, um, just doing something different. You know, you don't necessarily have to stop the whole game unless you're at that point and you need that much of a break. But if you're still willing... To keep the game going, you know, especially if it's something you don't you guys don't meet very often or it's hard to get everybody together all at once. Sometimes it's a lot better to just, yeah, we're doing something a little smaller <laughs> and then like just kind of mixing it up a little bit and yeah. uh, letting your players try something new, letting somebody else DM for a while, doing something that's not going to take so much of your energy, but that you can still participate in. You can still be there. Maybe you're sitting around and writing notes for the next session. You know, you're not actually playing. You're just hanging out with your friends because you still want to have the group together and do a lot of things. And another small one is having, like, just, um, like my friend had mentioned, having, like, backup little modules that you can just throw into that you don't have to think too much about and you can just kind of follow, you know, and still have your players being able to continue playing the game. But it's just, like, just this fun little random thing that they're going to go off and do for a little bit until you can get back on track. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of options for sure. Mm-hmm. It's hard to juggle, but 
again, it, it goes back to kind of knowing yourself, how you're doing, doing a self-check, self-vibe. Check. Uh. <laughs> self-vibe, self-vibe check. Yes. Check one, two, vibe one, it's two, check. check. Many checks. <laughs> All of the checks. <laughs> knowing how you're doing, where you're at, and what you need. So hopefully, at least one of these suggestions are helpful to both players and DMs if you encounter this burnout. Yeah, and just be kind with yourself. You know, give yourself some patience. Yeah. It's definitely. okay if if yesterday you were vibing and having fun and were loving this, like, you know, multi-part game that you've been playing in, and then all of a sudden the next day you're like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? If that <laughs> happens, that happens. You know, just acknowledge it tell your friends about it or the people you're playing your games with and just try and manage it in whatever way you need to. Yeah. Communication is huge. Definitely speak up when you're feeling it. And that alone can be so hard, but I, we both highly encourage that. Like you don't have to go into detail, but it will benefit everyone. If you say something and you just give them a heads up, like, hey, you know what, just not feeling it. Then that should be more than enough, and do what you need to do. Because yeah. the game, they're all about having fun, connection, and bonding, and all the good things, you know. It should never be a drag. It should never be something that you feel obligated in a negative way. You know, it shouldn't. Ideally, it shouldn't feel like that. So if you need to take the time to step away so that it goes back to being, you know, the rainbow of hooray, then do it. That's great. I think that's some really, I was going to say, I was going to say clutch advice, but that's not the word I wanted to use. <laughs> clutch advice. That's super do you clutch, mean Fetch yeah. advice? That's so it's fetch. so fetch. Oh my god. <laughs> fetch is never happening. <laughs> but <sighs> thanks for sharing your thoughts. That's what I want. You're to welcome. Say. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what we're both here for. Yep. That's oh yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that was a I think that was a good discussion overall. Some advice, some personal insights from both of us having dealt with burnout a few times in different ways. And um, just some ideas that hopefully you as our listeners can take with a grain of salt or with a mound of salt if you need to, to uh, wow. help yourself get, <laughs> help yourself <laughs> get through burnout and recognize when burnout is happening and take care of yourself, you know, like, be nice. You're your number one fan. You're, you're in this vessel, that body that you have carrying yourself through the world. So you got to take care of it. Yeah. Be good to that vessel. Yeah, be nice that's right. to the vessel. Be nice to yourself. Yeah, be nice to our friends. Yeah, just, just, just be nice. Yeah, don't be an asshole. It's a pretty yeah. good, pretty good way to end it. I think. <laughs> well, that wraps it up. Uh, yeah, if you guys have any comments or critiques or questions <laughs> or whatnot, throw them our way at the following. Uh, usually you can find us most active on our Instagram channel, so Potions and Potpourri, over on Instagram. 
You can find us also on Facebook and now X, even though we are hardly on there. But, you know, you tag us, it shows up. So if you really want to talk to us. <laughs> Hopefully we don't want to be part of that for too much longer. But, you know, we got we had at least claim our name. So somebody yeah, I know. Uh, otherwise you can email us. We have a Gmail account, potionsandpotpourri at gmail.com. If you need to really say some things or send us some content, let us know. But we're always open to hearing from people that listen and we'd love to talk to you guys about this or anything else that we've said in the last 60 plus episodes that we've done. So please reach out to us if you want or just come find us over on those places and hang out with us. Yeah, what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, alright, that's all I got. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Potions and Potpourri.